on page 192. The Sefer Akuzer is talking about Avoda and the Beis HaMikdash, specifically Karbanos, and all the symbolism and how it works in creating a physical home, so to speak, to house the Shechina. Remember comparing the Beis HaMikdash to a human body and the Karbanos and the Avoda to consumption of food, which allows the body to function, which allows the soul to have a place within which to reside. In the same way, the Beis HaMikdash works. So, page 192, For this reason, Hashem commanded construction of the outer altar for burnt offerings, the incense altar, and the menorah. He then commanded laws regarding offering, incense, oil for menorah, anointing oil. Three types of fire. The altar contained a large fire. The golden incense altar contained a smaller, finer flame. The menorah contained a smaller and finer flame that was meant to represent the influence of Hashem's light and wisdom and knowledge. The showbread table was for bringing Hashem's influence for physical well-being. So each of these things is a certain symbolism. They represented uh, a type of manifestation or representation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world. This is why our sages said, one who wishes to become wise should face south during tefillah, and one who wishes to become wealthy should face north. And the the reason for south is the menorah, which represents wisdom, is in the south, and north because the shulchan, the showbread table, which represented wealth, was in the north. But all of these things represent. It's not that really, if you turn one way, you will get wealthy. All the services, all the avoda, was for the sake of the aron and the kruvim, which corresponded to the heart and the lungs which hover over it. And there's so many objects and utensils which are part of the Avon and the Beis HaMikdash, the tongs, the pans, the dishes, the spoons, the tubes, the pots, the forks, and so on. And they required protective housing. And similar, he says, the intricacies, the complexities is similar to a human body. And you needed people who were carrying all these things. And that was B'nei and specifically, Elazar, the son of Aaron Cohen, was the one in charge of bringing the menorah oil, the incense, etc., etc. The most distinguished of the Levite family, and basically what he's trying to show is the same way a human body with all its complexity. Everything has its place. The Mishkan, also complexity, it had people carrying things, people working, and so many moving parts in terms of keeping the structure going, which represented housing the Shechina. Those people who were responsible in carrying things are similar 
to the internal organs, which are responsible for transporting blood and food and waste, etc. So each part of Shevet Levi had a job. All of this was done with order and planned by divine wisdom. Says the Rabbi Levi, do not declare that the absolute intention of the sacrificial order was as I have described it. Obviously, there deeper and more mystical reasons, but there is a system. And he says very interestingly that we have to accept and how everything worked together was more wondrous and lofty than a human brain can even comprehend. But all of this was part of God's wisdom in his Torah. One who accepts the Torah completely without first rationalizing it with his intellect is greater than one who rationalizes and investigates everything. It doesn't mean that he thinks you should not investigate and rationalize, but one must accept even if you don't understand the reason. And Corbanus is a good example of this. Corbanus is something that ultimately is a chok, even though there are many things about it which we can wrap our brains around. One who needs to find a reason is better off basing his explanations on accurate wisdom than forsaking them for poor interpretations. It does sound like he thinks the highest level is not to investigate things like korbanos, but if one must investigate, then you should come up with uh, a reasonable explanation, which is what he's trying to provide, basically saying that a physical structure that houses, that is meant to house the Shechina, is extremely complex. That's what he's saying in a very general sense. That's one of the great lessons of the Mishkan, that every detail matters, complexity matters, nuance matters, and there's a system, and it all has to be carried out perfectly for the Shechina to be housed there.